The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry bush, Be uprooted and planted by the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave, who had just come in from ploughing or tending sheep in the field, Come here at once and take your place at the table. Would you not rather say to him, Prepare supper for me, and put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink. Later you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. We heard in the first reading from the prophet Habakkuk, who said to God, O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen, or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Habakkuk is one of the minor prophets in the Old Testament, and he was uh, begging God for help as he was seeing violence and injustice and destruction and challenge and asking the question, God, where are you? We need your help. We need your support. You know, where is your grace? Where is your light? Where is your love? And I think Habakkuk would echo maybe the words for today in the challenges that we face in the world where there's violence, where there's injustices, where there's sufferings and difficulties, sometimes we will question, God, where are you? How are you helping us? We need you. And we hear in uh, that first reading this response. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it, for there is still a vision for the appointed time. God's response to Habakkuk said, I'm here, and there will be a time where there is eternal justice and grace and light. And of course, you go on in the, in the uh, book of Habakkuk, God does respond, but of course, ultimately too, his response includes the reality of the coming of Jesus the ultimate sign of love, justice, grace, and peace. And there is a plan, a plan that continues to unfold for God's love that we not only are receivers of, but we're also part of that plan like Habakkuk and the Old Testament prophets to the apostles that we heard in the gospel today to be able to share that light and that love so that there is justice so that there is mercy, so that there is grace in our world today. And 
This is the homily number three of our game plan series, my message series, that helps, I think, unpack this plan that God has for us in the Chatham Catholic family of parishes to help respond to Habakkuk's plea to God. Where are you? How can we make this world a better place? And so, of course, as we gather in this series, we're unfolding this post-pandemic plan, not just to look to survive, but to thrive and grow, sharing and living the good news of the gospel. So if you missed the first two homilies, you can go to chathamcatholic.ca and there's a link, or if you have trouble sleeping, go to the same link and I will put you to sleep, right? So either way, the gospel's proclaimed, right? In the first homily, I kind of talked about the two fundamental pillars of what we're going to do moving forward in our pastoral plan. It's going to be rooted in forming disciples, that we come to church not just to uh, pray together and to celebrate, which is so important, but we come to church like a school of faith to develop and to grow and to learn to be disciples, to be proclaimers of the word, to be able to have the courage like the apostles, like Habakkuk in the Old Testament, to be able to share that good news. And so there's an intentionality of equipping ourselves to be signs of hope in the world, not just a receiver of God's grace, but a dispenser of God's grace. And, and we're called to reach out to all, especially the poor, the marginalized, the lost. That's where God is sending us. And so in that first homily, I kind of talked about the ways we're going to do that. We're, we're going to look at and emphasize the sense of being faithful disciples. We're going to look at the different ministries and kind of do a renewal of those things that help us become disciples. We will amplify those that are, have been kind of nice but don't help that we're going to have to put to the side because we certainly have to re-embrace this sense of mission to proclaim the good news. We're going to looking at the weekend experience so when we gather for worship it's, as, it's a powerful stirring of the heart that we have long homilies. Okay, you're with me. That's good. That's good. I should say good homilies. Amazing music like we have today. And really that there's this sense of community, this sense of love, this sense of family. And of course these access points where we're going to connect with we get to connect with a lot of people that aren't always associated so regularly with us in our, in our family of parishes, whether that's funeral celebrations or sacramental programs, these extra opportunities, our Catholic schools, beautiful access points for us to build a relationship, but we're gonna focus our efforts on that so that, that we, can, we can get to know them, they can get to know us, and through that, get to know Christ. And so there's more of an intentional reality of that. In the second homily, I talked about two of these six qualities of a faithful disciple. So our mission is to form disciples who then go out and reach out to all. But what does that mean to be a disciple? Well, we have kind of six characteristics or six qualities. Homily number two, I talked about two of them. They need to serve, obviously to reach out, to serve those in need. And they need for formation that we need to understand our faith. So there'll be opportunities, and there already are, to do both of those things. 
I want to introduce two more new ones in this homily. We heard in the gospel, the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. The apostles wanted their faith increased. And Jesus was saying, that faith is already in you, but you've got to believe. Well, for us, this great gift of faith is within us, given to us and strengthened through the Holy Spirit in baptism and confirmation. And we need to realize that we have this great gift of faith and have this power to share the good news, but we need to continue to increase that. And one of the important qualities of a faithful disciple is prayer and the sacraments. So to be a faithful disciple and an active follower of Christ, we must seek opportunities personally and communally to encounter our risen Lord. We are fed, strengthened, forgiven, and sent. So to be a follower of Jesus, there is that opportunity of coming to Mass, to being nourished and fed by Christ, the other sacraments, and having a strong prayer life. Each and every day, taking some time and developing that prayer so that our faith increases to be able to have the courage to be faithful disciples. And how is that gonna happen in our family of parishes? The weekend experience I've already talked about. Our sacramental preparation programs have changed. So uh, at the Saturday night mass, before the mass, we had first reconciliation prep. Today, after mass, we're having a sacramental prep for first rec, giving, giving families options on the weekend, whether coming before the Saturday night mass, after the 9 a.m. mass, to have that sacramental prep to encounter one another, but also to encounter our faith community. And certainly this opportunity and confirmation prep is happening before the noon mass at the Spirit and Life Center. We have holy hours and devotions, novenas, retreats, missions, Advent and Lenten opportunities to increase our faith. Not just to fill our hearts but to equip, encourage, support, and strengthen us to have, the, to have the ability, and I think the vision, to share and to grow faith in others, to bring and invite people into our community. We heard in the second reading from uh, 1 Timothy, Beloved, I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Do not be ashamed then of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel. You know, St. Paul's letter to Timothy, talking about this sense of not being ashamed and having this power and love to be uh, proclaiming the gospel, to be able to give testimony and give witness, which is so important for us. So the other quality of, of a faithful disciple, what I call share and invite. And what does that mean? We are called to share our faith journey with others within the family of parishes. We tell our own story of faith and invite others to join us. We invite everyone to encounter the love of Christ that we experience 
in the gift of faith. A couple of um, message series ago, I, the, the message series was called The Story of My Life. And the whole focus was that is our experiences, our joys, our story of life is most experienced and most fully expressed when it kind of combines with God's story of love. And for us to be faithful disciples, it's important for us to be able to share what faith means to us. That our story, our experiences, our love of Jesus is important to be shared with others. Because what we realize is that there's a lot of commonalities, there's a lot of things that are similar, and that your story affects my life, my story affects your life, and so it's so important to be able to share and have opportunities to share how God has worked in your life. Because that blesses the rest of us. And sometimes we're not as eager or not as confident to share how important faith and how our relationship with God is important for us to be able to share that with others. And then this sense of inviting, you know, to then invite others along the journey to the highway to heaven. So how are we, what are we looking at that for us in our family and parishes? We want to create witness moments. We want people to be able to share their story of faith. We learn best from stories. We learn best from experiences. They're real, they're concrete, they're impactful. So we're going to have various ways in which the stories can be shared. Sharing stories and experiences of volunteers. We have uh, Megan King, our summer student again this past summer, did a, uh, has done a video series uh, called Did You Know? And she interviewed some people from our, uh, the uh, soup kitchen at uh, St. Agnes to the uh, caring uh, kitchen uh, work at St. Ursula's. And also just most recently brought out a, a little video Did You Know? series about the, some of the staff. So we're going to be creating kind of these opportunities for volunteers in the ministries that they do to be able to share their story because that helps proclaim the good news. And the, the part of the in, invite the greater community to events and celebrations, part of the job as a faithful disciple is not just to come and enjoy this very short homily. Okay, you're still there. Okay, good, good. What we hope to do is that certainly for masses that you you'd share it with people saying you know what a beautiful celebrations that we have that stirs and moves hearts come to mass is one thing but also we want to invite people that aren't even catholic your friends your co-workers different things and maybe mass might be too much of an intense thing to start but we have a whole bunch of different events like family movie nights every month friday nights at the spirit and life center for free this month the movie is called light year all right Last month we did Minions, The Rise of Gru. And so, uh, you know, free cookies, free different things. We have our faith film series. Um, uh, we're having a special family event for Halloween. The Knights of, the Knights of Columbus are going to be starting up their parish breakfasts again. Those are great things to invite people to say, come, come my, my, my parish is hosting a free movie night. And there's no preaching there. Come to the breakfast. Thursday mornings after the 9.30 Mass, the, the regular Thursday morning Mass at St. Ursula's, after the 9.30 Mass, every week we have a thing called the Good Place Cafe. It's the, we have bagels, we have uh, cookies, we have coffee, juice, all the tea for free just to gather together. Invite, I, my motto is, give Tim Hortons a break. 
come to the good place. Of course, that's where we want to go to. We want to go to the good place. But these are ways of, of inviting people to be part of our faith community, which hopefully we continue to grow and value as important part of our lives. Because ultimately our job and our mission is to show Jesus risen and alive in this world. To respond to Habakkuk's plea, God, where are you? Our job is to say he's right here. He's in our faith community and we look to increase it, to make it grow, and that he's also within us. That's the game plan. That's where we want to go. Not just to survive or increase numbers, all those It's to fulfill our mission so that the gift of our faith and the love of Christ continues to shine brightly in this world, a world that definitely needs something more. It needs the best. It needs Christ. But the only way that happens is if we respond to this call to be faithful disciples and all of us together in our unique ways to be able to share that good news. So as we continue in our Mass today, we look to the Lord, increase our faith. Give us the courage to share, to invite, to follow.